Hello Spartan family, my name is Dave Spencer, the proud principal of Turpin High School. Welcome to Turpin Talk, where the purpose is to introduce you to different students and staff members. Each week our guests will have the opportunity to share a little bit about themselves and let you in on who they are and what they are about. Today we have the great opportunity to talk with a teacher that is new to Turpin and new to the teaching profession. Ms. Christine Wong teaches Latin for us here at Turpin and also at Anderson. Ms. Wong, welcome to Turpin Talk. Hello, it's good to be here. We are thrilled that you're here. We're thrilled that you're part of Turpin. Um, why don't we start out um, by just asking the general question. Why don't you sure. just share with us a little bit about yourself and maybe sort of talk us through the path um, that has brought you here to Turpin as a Latin teacher. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you stated, I'm Christine. Uh, I uh, was born and raised in California. Lovely weather. I miss not having to worry about umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot mine the other day. Not a good fun time. Um, but I grew up uh, with parents who were very strange in a lot of ways. My extended family thinks they're very strange, so I think <laughs> we're very strange, which is probably why I'm a little strange myself. But uh, I made my way to college uh, in uh, San Diego, so I was there for a very long time because, you know, the weather was great and I miss a good burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found a tolerable one the other day, so I was very happy about that. Um, but, but while I was there, I did my undergraduate work, and then I did my uh, master's at San Diego State, and I got into the languages at around that time. I got really into ancient history, and then uh, a lot of people told me, you have to learn Greek and Latin to continue on, and I said, yeah, let's continue on! <laughs> so I started learning Latin, um, and then around that time, um, my parents were experiencing financial trouble um, after I graduated from my undergraduate. So I was already working a full-time job and I said, let's go for a master's as well. And then I said, oh, I guess I should learn Latin as well. So um, I started my master's program and Latin at the same time. But because the Latin that was being taught at the university I was at was only during the day and I was working from six to three in the afternoon, I had to take night classes for Latin at like 7 p.m. So I would go uh, six in the morning until 3 p.m. work, and then classes beginning at four until about 6.40, and then I'd dash across town to the community college and start Latin from seven until about 9.30 p.m., two days a week. And you have to do that when you're young, Dave. Yes, you do, <laughs> yes, you do. This got a lot longer than I expected. <laughs> anyway, I, I continued on. I uh, did my work there, and then someone said, you should continue on, and I said, okay, let's go. <laughs> so I applied uh, for the PhD program at, over at the University of Cincinnati, and I uh, did Latin there and um, ancient history there, and then the pandemic hit, and I said, I want to do other things with my life. I want to talk to more students. I want to teach more students. I think I... I would like to teach high school. And right at around that time, I got an email that said, there's a Latin job opening. And I said, yeah. So I applied for it, and here I am at Turpin. That was very long. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, that's <laughs> great. It was quite a unique path. I mean, not often yeah. we have teachers that come to us from from the West Coast yeah. and, and have the experiences and the education um, that you have and then yeah. and really coming into teaching in a, in a unique way. Yeah. So, so I guess, Sharon, and you've already touched base on it, uh, but when we look at your interests, your motivations, your passions, yeah. you know, what can you identify one or two things that have really 
you know, moved you from all that education you were getting to wanting to be a teacher and a teacher of Latin? Yeah, so I've always been really, even from a young age, into teaching and tutoring. I have a younger brother, and I was very serious about his upbringing um, because we have a bigger age gap uh, mm -hmm. than most siblings. And so when I was doing my own schoolwork, I'd say, okay, here, this is what you'll learn in seventh grade. And he's like, I'm four. <laughs> uh, and, and in high school, I volunteered uh, to be a tutor um, to, uh, to younger kids, and I've always felt that drive to teach. Um, and so in graduate school, I had the opportunity to be a, a teaching assistant in a variety of different classes and got that experience and just really loved it. Um, yeah, interacting with students and learning about them has always been a really fun part for me, too. And making those connections with people. So, so did yeah. you ever fathom, in the, in, and maybe you did in the back of your mind, but when you first started in college, mm -hmm. um, in San Diego, yeah. um, that this is where you would end up, end up at? Or, or did you think, I'm going to go to college and this is what I'm going to do, and then your experiences guided you a, a different way? Yeah, for, for a while I was, I had a lot of pressure from my mom to do something in the sciences. So actually for the first year and a half of uh, my college experience, maybe a little longer, um, I was a human biology major mm. uh, with the goal of being a pediatrician. I've always loved uh, interacting with children, even as a child myself. Uh, it was very strange. Uh, I always wanted to stay involved with child development and learning about children and how they grow and learn and become educated. And I realized one day that well, it wasn't one day. I think it was a lead up to that process, but it was a long lead up that said, I love teaching. And I just love being able to share that joy of knowing something and understanding and comprehending material with someone else. And just, mm -hmm. just I, I don't know, it, it's sharing that experience together with students and other teachers that I've, I don't know, it's just exciting. Yeah. for me yeah. um yeah i'm well, not sure if i answered that you did well. you did um, you, you did and, and i think it's interesting too because i think that's a story for many of us you start out in college really thinking this is the path i'm going yeah. based on probably parental influence yeah. or at that time what you feel is important to you yeah. i know for me personally i started out as a civil engineer oh wow um, and was and spent the first year um to year and a half going down that path and yeah. realized yeah. Clearly, this is not what I want to do, yeah. and clearly, by the results of my academics, it's not <laughs> something I should continue because you really need to do well in math, yeah. and, and that was not a, a strength of mine, nor did yeah. I um, have a passion to make it a strength of mine. Yeah. So, so again, I think that um, can be very true to, to many uh, yeah. individuals as they go through life, and, and how yeah. that road is not just straight and narrow as as we all going in, into yeah. it in a career think it's going to be. Uh, you, you move, you adapt, you adjust, and your, and your interests change yeah. um, as, as you go along. So yeah. um, very interesting. Talk to me about um, some of the, I guess, either the biggest transition or a surprise that you've encountered now that you've started teaching. I mean, we all have a perception of what things are going to look like and how it's going to be, and then the reality is here, and you're like, wow. Yeah. You know, what? What was that for you so far? Yeah, so, so far, um, I, I expected some wonderful students, and I have a lot of wonderful students, and I, I uh, cherish each and every one of them, and I adore them, and they're great. And, but there are some days where 
it's difficult and I I didn't quite understand how personally I would take it I kept telling myself don't take it personally it's not about me they have lives outside of my classroom and I try and understand that and be aware of it but you know there are some lesson plans that I'm really excited about and I work really hard on and it just doesn't go the way I thought it would go I, I was very excited about um, uh, a kinesthetic activity that I had planned and I had learned from a, another teacher and I said yeah this is great everyone loves playing with Legos not everyone loves playing with Legos, Dave. Um, and so I, I felt frustrated about that. Um, not to ab- exactly at students, but just that, that the activity didn't go through. And then I had to readjust and say, well, this isn't for everyone, and that's okay. Some people prefer worksheets that I give them. Some people prefer quiet, alone study time. And some people prefer getting up and going around the room. So mm-hmm. that's that's been um, something that surprised me, was just how personally I took it and I had to step back and say it's not about me it's about the kids and their learning and And, and I think as you go along as a teacher you learn how to tweak things but even the experienced teacher has that lesson that they're excited about and it's not reciprocated by uh, by their their students and so they have to rethink and again there's such a diverse range of of styles of learning Mm -hmm. uh, within every classroom and, and where people are at as far as their interest yeah. um, in the subject or their ability in the subject. And so exactly. yeah, there's, there's constantly that reflection and, and adjustments. And again, and, yeah. and again, like you say, not taking it personally when something doesn't yeah. go right, but be able to say, okay, what can I do differently? Or yeah. how can I make these adjustments that would be more, yeah. uh, maybe better received yeah. by, by our students. So. Yeah, and, and my fiance tells me that if I'm not home crying every night, that's a good sign. <laughs> I said, well, I, I'm not. Yeah, that's a good sign. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're, we're early in the school year, mm-hmm. but I, I guess whether it's about this school year and your time as a teacher or even in your your professional and educational career, what, what is something that has occurred that you've really enjoyed or really proud of? Okay. Well, something that I enjoy every day is just interacting with my students like I, I learned such wonderful things about them as more time goes on too. Like uh, yesterday, um, I had a lesson, sort of. We, we were learning about um, in in our chapter of the book that we're using, we have a description of a Roman house, like a really fancy house. And so I made an assignment yesterday where they did uh, research on a little aspect of the house. They were assigned by drawing um, the part out of a hat and they were like, oh, I learned about the bedroom of a Latin house, uh, of a Roman house and I had a website for them and I said, okay, write two to three sentences and draw it out so it got artistic and then we glued it on a giant piece of butcher paper and had a layout and some kids are really artistically inclined and I love learning little details about them like that. Yeah. That's like, oh, you have some really serious art skills. You're doing some shading here and mm-hmm. uh, there's a perspective here and it's it, that's one of my greatest joys every day is just learning more about the students. Um, and the success that I've actually felt in the classroom is that when I speak to students one-on-one, I feel like I connect better with them than as a classroom on a whole, I'm still learning the classroom management side. I haven't quite 
gotten it down yet, and I'm not sure if I ever will, but I'm working on it. Uh-huh. So, Well, and I think some of the things you're talking about, too, and people have heard me say this, the importance of relationships. Yeah. Uh, and, and picking up on those things that you're seeing in that activity, the artistic skills, yeah. I mean, that leads to greater conversations with the student. Yeah. Um, to develop that relationship, make them, make them feel connected, see that you as a teacher care about them. And again, that, that I think, increases the level of engagement yeah. and creates a, a more of a drive for students to want to do better in, the, in that subject, uh, not only because um, they want to do well in the class, but because they have a teacher they connect with and they don't want to disappoint. So um, I think that is exciting and is a, a success story just in looking at that one activity and, and the relationship yeah, piece that. and how that builds um, with the students, so that's great. Well, is there anything you know? We, we we've got a little insight on who you are. Is yeah. there is there anything else you would like to share with us regarding any hobbies or interests or other passions that you may have outside of the of the classroom? Yeah. So um, I learned, and I I knew this. I've heard of this previously, but I've learned that there are a lot of clubs here at Turpin, <laughs> and I've gone to several of them. Uh-huh. Uh, I've gone to Super Smash Brothers Club. I need to know more, but uh, I'm a little busy getting something else done right now. Um, and then there was Chinese club that I went to, and I walked into the room, and there were so many students, and they were running things. It was amazing to see. Um, and so, yeah, I I enjoy um, playing video games, I think, is something that all my students now know. They know that they can distract me by talking about video games. And I was like, wait, no, we have to get back on task. Well, but, right, there's an incentive for them to get the work done so there can be a minute or two at the end of class. I know, I hope so. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, but yeah, the I I think in engaging with the clubs around the school, I think, is something that I, I'm doing. I've been meaning to go to Dungeons and Dragons Club, and so uh-huh. yeah, and book club, and so there's there's a lot of activities that I want to. Well, again, I know we ju- we've just finished the first quarter, but I yeah. I gotta be honest, that's one thing I've appreciated about you and your short time oh. here is your you're all in. Um, I mean, you're you're talking about okay. how you're being part of clubs. You're talking about how you enjoy um, your conversations and the students and those interactions. Yeah. I've seen you at football games. For, oh, you know, those are fun. Front and center of of those and and others things outside of the school day so again a piece that I think is so important for students to see um, us as teachers not as just somebody that's in the classroom and that's all they know but see them outside of the classroom and and see that they do have an interest in them um, beyond um, you know the the content of of the class so um, I think that's awesome and and I appreciate you being with us here today yeah appreciate you joining um, Turpin Talk and sharing with our community a little bit more about um, again who you are and and uh, uh, you know what your time's been like here at, at Turpin uh, so yeah. far. So uh, I hope you have a great day, and I hope you have yeah. a great rest of your school year. You too. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you.